Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this basketball season? Test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/get100 and use code get100. That's code get100 at prizepicks.com/get100. For a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Welcome back, everybody. It is the Osmo.com NHL DFS strategy show. We've got a big slate, tons of money to be made today. It is the last day of NBA All-Star break. And uh, then we'll hopefully go back to a nice contest, but it's not going to get any better than today. we got 100K up top. Uh, we got a couple 50Ks as well. We got 25K, I think, on FanDuel. And uh, also got another site to talk about, which we'll get to in a minute. I'm Jay Kari. I'm joined by Josh Harris. How's it going, Josh? How's, how's the All-Star break been for you? It's actually been pretty good. Uh, I've cashed multiple slates, which is better than I could say for my previous weeks. But this is the most important slate of the year outside if you qualify for the live final. So hopefully we can uh, get you all some winners tonight and you guys can uh, win some money. It'll be great. Yeah, hopefully. Uh Really quick, if anybody's watching the show and they would like to uh, get in the spinorama on DK, uh, it's almost filled. So, you know, if you're planning on taking a stab at 100K, uh, you're going to want to reserve. I think they're also filling up on FanDuel. So just getting that out of the way. Uh, I've had it before where I forget to enter contests, go to enter them, or think I already reserved, and then you're stuck playing with nothing. There's a lot of NBA Sharks looking to get in on uh, the big money today. So I see a couple of them in chat. Patty uh, in chat, he's already ready to play tonight, uh, but no Minnesota Wild for him this afternoon. Um, I mean, there, there's just a lot of NBA players playing. So uh, those guys are uh, filling it up quick, and it's good to see before uh, they go back to NBA tomorrow. Seeing a bunch of people with some nice messages in chat. Hoffbrow says uh, he purchased an Adam Henrique jersey after last night, as he should. Yet another big night. Fun to see um, some people tilting in chat. Some people saying I was doing my hair. Uh, I well, 
you know, got to look right for the big crowd coming here. Yeah, you do Um, have good hair, let's be honest. (laughs) Well, you know, it's a little bit shorter than I would like it right now. So uh, there's not really much to do. Um, Kings Ducks came with nuclear yesterday. Yeah, I got that dead wrong. So just real quick, talk about my night. It was very bad. Uh, Started off bad, got a little bit worse. So I got back about 25%. Woke up, saw the 6-5 score in the Kings-Ducks, and I knew exactly why I didn't have a good night. They were one of the uh, chalkier games in terms of filler stacks, the top six on both sides. So uh, sometimes you miss. I would like to not do that tonight, and uh, this is a pretty good night to run hot. So if you've had a tough season so far, uh, or if you've had a good season so far, uh, this would be a good night to be locked in and uh, make sure you feel really good about your lineups it is a pretty good slate. What are your initial thoughts here, Josh? Eight games we got. Yeah, I mean, this is a pretty good MME slate. Um, so if you have multiple entries up top in that 360, I think you can differentiate differentiate yourself pretty good. So I only have one ticket, so I'm firing a single bullet. So I'm going to have to make some tough fades. But I, uh, my first impression of the slate is I like it. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, – and we'll talk about plays – I always feel a little bit better after me and you or me and Cliffy or me and Terry uh, break it down or you and Cliffy, I guess there's four different combos. So I always feel a little bit better uh, towards the end of the show. um, Once we talk through everything and I get to bounce my ideas off of you guys. Um, I've got seven tickets in the uh, spin. I'm not maxi or anything ridiculous like that. Uh, I'm not a big money baller. Like some of these guys like Hoff, and uh, some of the NBA sharks, but uh, so I've got a, a few chances at it. Probably just going to diversify like I normally would. I don't think I'm going to go um, all in on a line, but you never know. Might be scrambling at lock and just have to paste something into the CSV because uh, that's happened to me a couple times with some of these, uh, some of this late news. And we've got what do we have? Six games out of the eight that start right at seven Eastern. So. If you get a couple late changes, I mean, it could be a big scramble here, but potentially a big edge. Um, Talked a little bit yesterday about our brand new sponsor, Jock Market, which has turned daily fantasy sports into a stock exchange. So if anybody didn't see the show yesterday, Jock Market allows you to buy uh, and sell shares of players in real time for real money with guaranteed payouts for all shares at the end of each night. So with daily markets for each of uh, NBA, NHL, and PGA, you can win real money every hour, every minute, and every second of any match or game. So if you use the pregame IPO to pick up shares of your favorite players, then you can buy more, sell, or hold during the game uh, based on your analysis. You can download the app to uh, get started and use our exclusive Osmo promo code. This is very important. If you didn't listen to anything I just said the last 30 seconds, you're going to want to listen to this. Awesomeo NHL 50 will get you a $50 uh, bonus on your first deposit. Awesomeo NHL 50 is an exclusive offer for only the Osmo community and it expires this Saturday. So you've only got a few more days to use it. Might as well get over to Jock Market today. Let's talk about the games. Oh, there we go. I was waiting for that one, Tyler. All right. So there's the little uh, stock sound. Uh, impeccably produced show this Osmo NHL DFS strategy show. (laughs) Um, All right, let's talk about it. Boston and the New York Islanders, our lowest implied total game of the slate. Uh, We've got a 2.8 implied total for the Bruins, 2.6 for the Isles, Yaroslav Halak, and we're expecting it to be Varlamov for the Islanders. Could be Ilya Sorokin, but we think it's going to be Varlamov 
Um, no real changes on the Islanders side. On the Bruins side, they are healthy scratching Jake DeBrusque, which is normally a top six player. I, I didn't really see anything besides one quote from the coach that just said, we're not seeing the effort or something along those lines, which, I mean, okay, uh, he knows the guys better than we do, but it's going to be Jack Stanika that's going to go up onto DeBrusque's line with Krejci and Nick Ritchie. The perfection line is uh, intact for Boston, um, that being Boston 1. Um, what are you liking in this one right off the bat? We're not seeing much ownership to either side because of the low implied totals. Yeah, I mean, this game is more of like an MME game, not a 1-3 to three or even like 5-10. to 10. Like if it was 5-10, to 10, I might get to it a little bit. But the first thing you notice about this game is that the Islanders are home, so they normally send out their top line, Barzell, Lee, and Eberle. Uh, not against the top competition. So they are going to avoid the the Bergeron, Marchand, Pasternak line. They're probably most likely going to get the David Krejci line, which is probably like the best matchup they can get uh, when going against Boston. Still, this is a going to be a very defensive game. Both teams are pretty sound defensively. The Islanders don't take many penalties. The Bruins don't take many penalties. So uh, if I'm going to go to the Islanders, it's going to be this top line just because, I mean, every time we're on together, the Islanders are playing. We're both usually on the same page. We really like the Islanders top line just because they're fully correlated on the power play. Uh, they're not overly expensive. They avoid the top competition at home, but this is like, they're not going to be a priority for me. And neither is going to be Boston one just because they're going to get the Brock Nelson line. And, you know, Brock Nelson, Josh Bailey, Anthony Bovillier aren't, you know, like huge household names, but you look at, they have a big sample together, 330 minutes, and their defensive numbers are pretty good. Nine high-danger chances against per 60 and 1.88 expected goals against, which is above league average. And they're good defensively, and they don't take many penalties. So Boston coming in over 24,000, they're probably going to get lost in the bunch a bit here just because they're just their price on the road. Like, if there's any time to fade Boston 1, it's going to be on the road against the Islanders. Uh, so for me, uh, I'm probably going to be underweight on this game. Uh, the depth lines, like that Nelson line is going against Bergeron, so I, I don't want anything to do with Isles too. Like so, like if you want to go to JG Pajot with Wallstrom, they're going to get the Charlie Coyle Craig Smith matchup, which is just not great uh, either way. Like both of those lines are pretty sound defensively, so um, I don't really want to go to a third line in a game where there's bad matchups. So it's going to be the top lines, but an MME, so it's going to be underweight for me. Uh, I like the top line for the Islanders uh, almost always do. You mentioned all the reasons why. Uh, so that's the line I prefer. I was actually noticing because of how cheap uh, aisles two is, they were coming up in some of my crunches, but um, I think I'm going to end up limiting them just because of the matchup with Boston one. That's maybe the worst matchup. I mean, if Boston one was at home, then that would probably be the, the worst match you could have in the NHL, maybe on the road. You know, they only need a goal and maybe something on the power play to get there. Uh, but I don't think it's a very a high probability spot for Isles 2. Um, Boston 1, actually, I didn't notice getting to a lot of them either. Uh, my first country got to zero of them. I think I should have more than zero uh, in the, the $10 tournament, like MME. Uh, not a priority for me, though, uh, for Boston 1, just because of the price, because of the tough match. The Isles are tough. Uh, the second line specifically is tough. They get matched up some against Isles one. That's not a good matchup either. Um, but look, they're one of the best lines in the NHL. If you want to take some stabs at them at low ownership, certainly understand that with no, um, 
with no DeBrusque, I, I don't really love Boston two, especially because they're going to go up against Isles one some, as will Boston three. So I think I'm mostly off the Boston side um, and really focusing on Isles one. Um, did you say they weren't a priority for you? Like you don't think you'd have them in like five to ten lineups even? Maybe in five to ten, I take a stab or two, but in my one to three, I, it's hard for me to get there. Even though they're at home, it just and it's like the best possible matchup against the Bruins because Krejci's just I don't, don't want to say over the hill, but he's definitely not the player he was before. So like they might be in consideration, but they probably won't make the cut. Yeah, they're going to be in consideration for me. Like I got, I've got like seven like higher stakes lineups. Um, I think I'll get to one or two of them uh, in my in my seven here, just because of how good they are. Uh, you like the full correlation, especially if no one's going to be on them, uh, yeah. which it looks like they're very low in the ownership projections uh, for today. <clears throat> Anyone on the blue line you want to mention? Grizzlock, 4,200. I know Seth's watching somewhere. Uh, but do you like anyone on the blue line either side? Listen, if you want to play Grizzly, go for it. I'm not going to tell you not to. It's just not something I want to do as a one-off. Uh, generally, I would play him if I'm fully correlating Boston 1. Now his price is up above 4,000. His peripherals aren't great, so I do not want to one-off him. If you are playing Islanders 1, Pulak is fine. Dobson is fine if you need the savings. But, um, you know, the defensemen in this game don't really interest me too much unless it's a correlation play. We're not even through one game, and I'm already getting body bagged in the YouTube chat. <laughs> uh, the DFS Whisperer says, I wish we had some loftier Chris Spags type energy on the NHL show. Well, they're better hosts than me. So if you know anyone that knows NHL and uh, can do what they do, feel free to point them our way. I mean, I'd be happy to hire someone with their kind of energy that knows NHL. So that was total, you know, there's not much to talk about. So we'll get to the, some of these better games. We'll, we'll be, we'll light it up. You know I mean? Our personality. Yeah. We'll get some dogs barking in the background. I'm sure. Uh, hopefully not in this next game. Well, maybe in this next game, but um, we're going to go to Buffalo and Philadelphia, 2.3 implied total. For the Sabres, it is a 3.4 for the Flyers. Jonas Johansson and Carter Hart are your goalies. We've got a pretty expensive Philadelphia one, and I think I would be heavy on them if they were playing closer to 20 minutes a night for these prices. Uh, their minutes have kind of fallen off since the Flyers. Like they, they were gone uh, for a while. They, they missed a few games, uh, had a few games canceled. A uh, bunch of guys getting back from the COVID list. Now they look pretty deep. You got Giroux and Voracek on the third line with Limblom. Um, and so they're getting more even run between their top uh, their top nine. Buffalo does not have Jack Eichel. Uh, he will be out for tonight. Hurt uh, his neck um, in the game a couple nights ago. It's going to be Dylan Cousins centering Taylor Hall and Sam Reinhart. Uh, do you have any interest in the Buffalo side? And then feel free to, to take it to Philadelphia as well. Yeah, I mean – that top line is super cheap, but and they're fully correlated, but they're going to get the Gatorade matchup. So that kind of takes me off of them. If you want to take a, you know, a couple stabs uh, in MME, that's certainly fine because they're definitely affordable. They're like, what, 12-3 is a full line. So, yeah, I guess like MME, it makes sense to take a couple stabs. It's not a very EV matchup, but, again, if you're making 150, you can get there. And then on the flyer side, I completely agree with you. The first thing I did when I saw Eichel was out in uh, – Johan, whoever, don't, you don't mess with Jonas Johansson. Yeah, you don't mess with the Jonas Johansson, but 
the first thing I did, I was like, oh man, I'm all over this Flyers one because they're over 20,000. People are going to be off them because of their price. And then you, you see since last Sunday, they played what, four or five games and they've been averaging 17 minutes. Yeah. And that's just a big problem. Like, I don't want to pay over 20,000 for 17 minutes. If they're getting 21, 22, like Katori normally is, like, yeah, sign me up. But like, it's hard to put them in for 17. Like, it's not like Montreal one where you say, Oh, they get 16, 17 minutes. Their price is generally way better than 20,000. Mm-hmm. So like for 20,000, yeah, you can play them, but like, you have to know that you, you're, you're missing out on, you know, four to seven, even eight, like quality minutes here. They are fully correlated on the power play. They probably won't get much super high ownership just because price driven, but this is a good matchup. I think I would look into the depth a little bit for the flyers. I don't think I'm going to be alone either. Uh, especially that third line, uh, Lindblom, Giroux, Voracek. You get the Giroux, Voracek uh, power play too. It's really kind of like a 1B type of deal. Uh, they don't see as much as the top unit, but AV likes to split his units up pretty good. So if you want to put in a Giroux, Voracek, Provorov, I think that is good. Uh, if you're trying to get in like a power play stack and you need some like a cheap two-man, I don't mind Lindblom and Voracek if you can't fit Giroux. And even the second line's okay. I'm not a huge Lawton guy. Uh, Hayes... Konechny uh, is fine. They are going to get you know the stall, the stall matchup. But like Eric Stall's game has dropped off tremendously since he came to Buffalo. Um, so I don't mind the depth of the Flyers. And I wish like if Philly one was like eighteen five and not like twenty four like they are, I'd be well over the field on Philly one. Just it's a price thing for me, so I still might get to them. But uh, for their minutes and the price it's tough to get in in one lineup. Yeah, agree. I mean, and that's what's keeping the ownership low is that they, they don't project very well um, for their prices. So it's an event-based sport. They are big parts of the offense. You can easily see them going off here. They're all in the top power play. So there's definitely worse stacks to play. I'm going to end up at least making some. Uh, the way I make my lineups is uh, I crunch out more than I need and then cut down from there, cut out the lower projected ones, cut out the ones that I think could potentially be duplicated in uh, large field tournaments. And so, Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com slash renew to learn more. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So uh, Philadelphia won. I don't know if they'll make the cut for me, honestly. If they do, I think it's going to be more like 5 to 7% um, in MME. Uh, and, you know, one thing with Philadelphia here is that this is not like the spot in Edmonton yesterday where if they were going to score like five or six goals, like, you know, exactly where it's coming from. Um, they've got three lines that look uh, very solid here. Um, so their, their top nine is very strong. 
you could see any of the top three lines going off uh, against this Buffalo depth, um, especially with no Eichel, not that he's some defensive juggernaut, but they're really weak uh, defensively. So I like going with some of the cheaper guys, uh, Hayes, Connect Me, Lawton. Uh, Lawton I like-, like I'd punt here. i punt with Sanheim. i punt with Felipe Meyer. And that's probably about it. Um, <clears throat> if you have the space for Proveroff, you can put him in. He's not someone that like I go out of my way to get in the lineup. He, you know, he kind of fades out from time to time. And then he occasionally has that really big game at super low ownership, but it's hard to get him right. Yeah, it looks like we froze up uh, on YouTube there for just a second. So uh, we'll, you know, we'll wait for people to refresh their feeds. Just to point out, uh, if anybody's not aware, we do have free NHL rankings for today. Uh, we had the top stacks unlocked yesterday. A lot of the good stuff is behind the paywall. We did unlock the rankings, so you're not going to be left out to dry if you're looking for free content for today. Uh, the rankings come with the NHL Weekly Express Pass, uh, and that's $3.95 per week. We've also got an NHL Weekly that is $11.95 per week. Top stacks, ownership, everything. Uh, projections, actually, as well. I just uploaded those before the show. So uh, everything looks to be updated with the most accurate lines that we can find right now. Uh, 20 second panic attacks are good for you. Yeah. I mean, it's usually like 30 minute panic attacks for me. Uh, actually more like 22, 25 minutes on slits like this, where, um, we get a bunch of late news, uh, and there's a bunch of 7 PM Eastern starts and, uh, just heart rate pumping for 20, 25 minutes. I, I mean, you don't really MME that much, but like, it is quite a rush to, uh, you know, Flirt with not getting your lineups in. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that in the YouTube chat and the premium Slack. I am me in other sports, so but my secret is I'm always having a panic attack. So, <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. So, I mean, it just feels normal. Then you got nothing really to uh, to compare it to. Um, all right, I think we got mostly everyone back. We're over 300 people in the chat. So good to see everybody joining. Welcome if you're an NBA person. If you want to check out the uh, video that Alex and I did. Uh, we just talked about NHL basics. Uh, it's more of like a timeless piece, uh, evergreen piece, some might say. Um, we, we just talked about basic strategy, scoring, stacking, uh, picking goalies, correlating. Uh, and then we talked about some lineup strategies as well. If you go to the Osmo.com uh, YouTube channel, which you're already on, just click our little icon up there. Subscribe to the channel while you're at it. Uh, you can check out that video. It's about 40 minutes long. So you can Turn that on. If you're looking to uh, dip your toes in the water for NHL, no better time than, uh, than tonight when we've got these massive contests. Let's go to the Devils and the Washington Capitals. 2.5 implied total for the Devils, 3.6 for the Caps. Scott Wedgwood, Vidic, Vanacek, those are your goalies. Boy, it is ugly on the Devils' side. Um, it's kind of tripping me up right now. I'm seeing the Zajac line on top on our lineup builder. I wouldn't consider them the top line. I'd probably consider them the third line. So lines are a little bit mixed around. Um, Zaka, uh, Paul Mary, that's probably your top line. Maybe Hughes, Andreas Janssen, and Jesper Bratt. But uh, anyways, I think this one's going to be more about the caps. 3.6 implied total here, just 2.5 for the Devils. What are you doing with caps one tonight? One of the highest owned lines on the slate right now. Yeah, Um Cliffy and I talked about Washington for a while on Sunday. And one of the things that we pointed out 
or he pointed out was Ovechkin plays the full two minute on power play. So if you want to get creative and put Ovechkin in with like a Kuznetsov and a Sprong, because he's going to, you know, get that time with them on the power play. I think that is a good way to differentiate yourself. But um, I, I, I love the Capitals power play tonight. Uh, you can mix and match any way you want. You want to go to the full top line. That's fine. Ovechkin backs from Oshi, perfectly fine. If you want to add in Verona, you can. I think the one thing, the two people that you have to staple in if you're going to Washington power play one is Ovechkin and Carlson. I think those are your staples. And then you can just mix and match back from Oshi Verona in. Um, or if you just want to leave Ovechkin as your, your staple, kind of like how we do with Florida with Barkov, you put him in and you mix and match. You can do a Kuznetsov Sprong, an Eller Sprong, a Kuznetsov something like that, like just mix and match, but I'm all about the power play tonight. Um, if you want to go to the top line, that's fine. If they see the Jack Hughes, Brat, and Janssen line, uh, that's not a great matchup five and five, but it is the devils and it is Wedgwood. And the thing is like the devil's penalty kill is not great. Like it, it's been bad. So you're going to get that full correlation on the power play. So really it's all about the power play stacks for me on the cap side, on the devil side, like, in a limited amount of lineups, I'm not. I'm never going to prioritize the Devils in a, in a low total on the road. But I think um, in MME, if you're getting above 20 lineups, or even like sparingly in 20 lineups, you can play this Janssen, Hughes, Brat line. Especially if they are going against the Ovechkin line, uh, they're they're decently priced. Like they're not very expensive at all. They have good numbers together. Uh, the Ovechkin line isn't you know world beaters defensive. Oh, do we lose him, Tyler? Uh, I don't mind. All right, you're you're back. Uh, kind of, you're back. I don't know. Your your screen's still a little bit frozen, Josh. If you can hear me, but I can hear you. Okay, your screen's just frozen. You're good. Okay, so yeah, it's all about caps one. Uh, I don't mind getting the caps two a little bit. They're gonna get, you know, probably that Zajac line. So I keep it towards the power play. My frozen. Yeah, you're good though. You can, hear, you can hear me. No one needs to, you know, see my. It's not even. It's not that embarrassing of a face, and now you just cut out again. So, uh, see if. Yeah, I still can hear you. Okay, see if you can. Uh, maybe should he uh, back out and then come back in? Yeah. Okay. Try that, Josh. If you can hear me. Yeah, I can hear you. All right, let me okay. back in and come back in. Sounds good. I will uh, pick it up for the rest of this game. Devils Caps. Um, you know, Josh mentioned that he did like the uh, the cap side. Uh, obviously, I mean, yeah, you got to like him here. Uh, I was going to look at the ownership of this Washington too, but I don't really love it. It looks like one of their, they're one of the chalk fillers on the night, Kuznetsov with Verana and Sprong. Uh, I know Kuznetsov kind of without Ovechkin has been much better at five on five. So was looking forward to playing some of this line, but with the big total, with the $2,500 price tag on Sprong, you got power play time for all three of these guys. Um, you know, I probably won't get to a ton of caps too. And I'll just give the case for uh, getting off of caps one. And that would just be that, uh, first of all, they're not great at five on five so far this season. Um, you know, Ovechkin, his numbers usually aren't great at five on five anyways, but he's just such a good scorer. He can score from so far out such an amazing shot uh, and awesome on the power play that it doesn't matter that much. Like he's almost always in play, especially with the big total here. But the other thing is that 
Uh, New Jersey has only taken, uh, they've only been shorthanded 63 times in 21 games, which is, you know, three per game. And that's not super high. And so while they stink at killing penalties off 65% uh, penalty kill this season for the devils, uh, if they're not going to take penalties, you know, they might be able to compete in this game. And I don't think that they're uh, overmatched at five on five. So there's your case to get off the capitals one, if you did want to, um, I don't think I'm going to end up getting off of them, but if they're going to come in as the highest on line of the night, uh, I think I will be a little bit below the field on uh, this trio. Um, that being said, if you did want to go to the onslaught here, because if, you know, if the devils take four or five penalties, uh, it could be over pretty quickly and you could see uh, a caps five man power play go completely nuts here. So uh Looks like Josh is back. You got anything else on Devils caps? Um, maybe on the blue line, like Orlov's been playing a little bit better at twenty five hundred power play too. If you want, need a cheap punt, but really, it's all about the power play guys for me. Yeah. yeah. So while you were gone, I don't know what all you you caught there, but um, I was just mentioning that the caps caps one isn't great at five on five. Oh, In fact, yeah. they're not even very good at five on five. Um, and so if the devils can stay out of the penalty box, you might see, see caps one struggle a bit here, but uh, is the same question. yeah, if they take penalties here, they're going to be in trouble. Yeah. So, uh, Carlson 6,100, really good price for him. One of the highest owned defensemen on the slate, but I agree with it. I don't think you have to play him with caps one, although I would prefer to play him in some sort of caps one or, or at the very least like caps two plus Carlson, um, yeah. you know, um, and then Hughes, Brat, and uh, Andreas Janssen. I'm considering that either the first or the second line for the Devils. I have no problem going to them at low ownership uh, on the other on the side uh, in MME. Let's go to the Preds and the Hurricanes. 2.5 implied total for the Preds. 3.4 for the Canes. Pekarene, Alex Nedeljkovic. I think that's the first time I've ever uh, gotten that name out of my mouth correctly. Um, it's going to be Aho with Brock McGinn and Warren Fogle. These three got put together late on Sunday afternoon. They kept Trocek, Niederreiter, and Marty Netches together. Stall with Svechnikov and Jesper Faust. That line is probably going to get uh, Nashville 1, and that's a pretty tough matchup for Nashville 1. So I'm seeing some ownership, double digits on Nashville 1. Uh, are you looking to go elsewhere than them? Yeah, I mean... I've been kind of off Nashville one this season when it's been Forsberg, Johansson, Arvidsson. They're, to me, they're a good classic rock album. You can get them in a good matchup, but this isn't a very good matchup. Um, I'm going to be, as as painful as it is, I'm probably going to be underweight on this game. It just, I love the Niederreiter, Trocek, uh, Netches line. Um, they're going to get the the Sissons, Cousins, Tolvinen line, which... Mm-hmm. I don't know what to make of it. Like Tolvainen and Cousins have minutes together, but not they haven't played with Sissons. But if you want to get to you know Carolina two tonight, I think that's perfectly fine. I, I can't prioritize them. Uh, Carolina one without you know like Svechnikov up there, Tevu, Teravainen. It's hard for me to get to. Like their price is good, but you know Fogel and McGinn don't play in the power play, so I think that's an MME spot as well. Um, and that stall line going against the Johansson line, I think it's okay. Like, I just don't want to play Jordan Stahl in this matchup. If you want to, you know, do a little bit of 
some power play stacking because it is Pecorine. I think that is certainly okay. But for me on the Carolina side, it would be, you know, Carolina two, and I'll be underweight on the top line and the third line. And then on the Nashville side, I'm going to be underweight on that top line, especially if they're getting ownership. It's not someone I want to, this line, I don't want to play at high ownership. If they're coming in at very low owned, yeah, but yeah, the, the uh, blah, 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 blah. I froze and now I can't speak, but if they came in at low ownership, they would be someone I consider, but at their ownership, I want to fade. And then the second line, you know, Granlin is okay, but he's playing with Pitlick and Yarncroc. So for me, this is underweight and this is an MME game for me. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not looking forward to playing much of anything on the Nashville side. Uh, as always, you know, this isn't a 15-game slate. This isn't a 14-game slate. So it's not like I'm just crossing out teams entirely. But I think it's a pretty good chance that I don't get to much Nashville at all. And I am perfectly fine with that. Carolina is an awesome 5-on-5 five five team. Um, they're spread out. Like, they're, they're just going to carry play, I think, no matter which of their lines is um, is out at 5-on-5. Five five. So assuming they don't take a bunch of penalties – um, I think, you know, I think they're going to do a good job of generating some offense here. Now, the problem is which line do you want to play here or do you just want to power play stack it? Oddly enough, you've got two guys on the top power play. Um, the, the only line where that's the case is the third line, the Stahl, Sveshnikov, Jesper Foss line. I think that line's going to play a bunch. Um, so if you are okay with having your guys uh, split at even strength, you could go with uh, four or five man Carolina uh, power play, which I don't mind. Um, but yeah, I, I do want to get in this Carolina two line. It feels like I'm always on them. Their numbers are very good. Um, they get secondary power play time for Nita Ryder and Marty Natchez and then Trocheck on the top unit. Um, so it like kind of everything checks out, but then it feels like I always forget about them. They don't quite project as high, uh, on the, uh, uh on the value scale as some of these other lines and other games. So I feel like I, I forget about them a lot, but at this ownership, um, I'm going to try to force in some Carolina two. You mentioned Carolina one is more of an MME play. Yeah. I, I don't see them being a priority. Um, even though I would think Ajo is probably a priority for a lot of people tonight. Um, again, in Fogel, not amazing. They don't get power play time. And then Dougie Hamilton's expensive 6,800. I mean, would you rather have Dougie or Roman Yossi? We've got them projected, very close, both going to play big minutes, both going to play top power play. Uh, but I think it's pretty much a toss up for $200 difference here. Yeah. I mean, they're both pretty expensive. And then you have John Carlson at 6,100, which yeah. makes Carlson the better play. But I think I'd lean Dougie in this matchup. I uh, just like him a bit more. I know that breaks your heart because you're a big Yossi guy, but for me, it's Dougie tonight. Yeah. I'm looking at my exposures right now. I do have a little bit more Dougie. Uh, or I'm sorry, I do have a little bit more Yossi. Um, they're similarly owned. Yeah. I'll have my fair share of both of those guys. Um, so I've been, you know, I'm not really doing the testosterone approach as much this season and just like slamming one or two top defensemen and then filling in the rest of my lineup. Um, I've been kind of spreading it around, getting more exposure to these high upside guys that are at lower ownership. And so of some of uh, Yossi and Dougie, as well as some of the other pay-up defensemen. At home, 5,300? Is that a guy you're targeting or a little bit too expensive these days? No, Ellis. Yeah, I mean, that price is getting a little up there for me. This isn't the best matchup, so 
I mean, at 5,300, I'd find the other 800 to get to Carlson. I think it's just a big jump there. I know I'm going to get, like, killed by the, the, the Ekholm stands, but, like, he's a great player, but I'm not paying 5,300 for him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was fun for a couple days there when he was, like, 3,800, playing 20 minutes, and block, like, getting the shot bonus and blocks bonus every game. But a little bit different story at 5,300, no power play time. Our boy Clayton says, uh, if a team gives up a lot of penalties but has a good penalty kill, do you still target the power play against them? Let me reread that. If a team gives up a lot of penalties but has a good penalty kill, do you target the uh, the power play against them? Okay, I understand what he's saying. Do you want to answer that or, or do you want me to go? I mean, like it, it. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Depends. Like, so if it's a good penalty kill, a good goalie, I try to, I take it into consideration because you get a team like on the opposite side, you get a team like Montreal, just terrible penalty kill. You want to load against them. But like, if it's like a super good penalty kill, but they're, they're close up to the league lead in taking penalties, I'll still take some stabs just because you're not going to have a, like a hundred percent kill rate for the whole season. So they could pot a couple uh, here and there. So it's definitely like not something I'd go out of my way to do in one of three lineups, but if you are, I'm a meeting, it's something that I wouldn't shy away from. Yeah. I, I mean, in general, I just want the opportunities. So yeah. like if my guys all play in the power play together and it's, they're going up against the team that gives up a lot of uh, penalties um but they're, you know, they kill it at an 85% rate, like whatever, just, you know, maybe you get an extra one or two power plays um, and then their average doesn't have to be amazing for them to, to get there uh, on the power play. And, you know, I mean, it's only 25 or 30% of goals come from the power play. So you're going to need them to do something at five on five. Anyways, the power play is more of just a bonus. Um, unless you're talking about like Colorado one, when they're priced up to 24 K or Boston one, like then you're really going to need them to, to get it done on the power play most likely. So uh, in general, yeah, just give me the opportunities and uh, we're trying to run good anyways. So uh, you hope you, you can pot a couple, like you said, let's see where we're at. Uh, we're about halfway through, so we'll get out of here in uh, about 20 minutes or so. If you guys haven't just yet uh, hit the notification bell, that's the best way you can help support us. And then if you look, Above me uh, and to my right, you can see our promo code for Jock Market, Osmo NHL 50. That is a $50 deposit bonus. No other site in the industry is currently doing anything like that. So go support Jock Market. Um, it says the stock market has officially met fantasy sports. It's a pretty cool site. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing over there a little bit more. And so uh, I'll be taking advantage of the Osmo NHL 50 promo code. 
Uh, again, $50 deposit bonus. No one else is doing that in the industry. Let's go to Florida and Columbus. 2.9 implied total for the Panthers, 2.6 for the Jackets. Bobrovsky and Corpus Salo are your goalies. Big news here is that Frank Vetrano is no longer on the top line. It, well, I should say he's not going to start there. Who knows? He could end up there. Uh, so he's not with Barkov. It's going to be Mason Marchment for 2,600 playing power play two with Barkov and Carter Verhage. Huberto with uh, he who shall not be named, Alex Weinberg. I'll name him for the new people. And then uh, Patrick Hornquist. Uh, so I'm going to be probably doing what I usually do with Florida, which is just play Barkov with the uh, other forwards, not named Weinberg. Um, how are you attacking this game? Do you have any interest in the Blue Jackets new look top line, Rosovic, Line A, and Bjorkstrand? Yeah, so I'll touch on Bjorkstrand first. Top line, 3,800. I think he's going to be a popular one-off, and I think very popular in cash builds tonight. Um, and they're going to avoid the Barkov line. So I don't mind that Columbus top line. So, um, But other than that, like it's more about Florida and Florida Panther, or power play for me. So, like, the Barkov line has been really good this season, and it, the staples have been Barkov and Verhage. There's been Duclair up there. There's been Vetrano up there, and now there's Mason Marchman up there. But, like, this, the Cogs have been Barkov and Verhage. They've been very good defensively. Uh, as long as those two are together, that line is very good. Mason Marchman could be a nice player. I don't know too much about him. He's 2,600, does get secondary power play time. Uh, and they're going to get the Boone Jenner Atkinson Felino line, which isn't anything to ride home about defensively. So if you want to get to a uh, far to one, it's more affordable with Mason Marchman up there at 2,600. I think you can do that in MME, but I do agree with you about the power play. I kind of just get Barkov in there and then I'll play him with a Huberdeau Hornquist. I'll play him with Huberdeau and a defenseman, either Yandel or Ekblad or just full power play stack. I think, you know, a five on five, Jones and Wierenski have kind of started to figure it out. Although defensively, they're just absolutely awful earlier this year. So only they can only go up. Um, so I'm more targeting the power play stacks than full line stacks. Uh, so I don't mind, you know, doing Florida two and just replacing Wenberg with Barkov. I know it's a huge price difference, but uh, a lot of people have been doing it. You've been doing it. Uh, some of your best lineups this season have been the Florida power play stacks. So uh, their, their power play has been excellent this year. So, Florida power play, Florida one. I don't mind getting to some Columbus one in MME, kind of off the general line because of the Barkov matchup. And then if you really need a cheap filler, I don't mind this third line. Like they're almost min priced. They're like um, 7,800. They don't get power play time, but it's Eric Robinson, Texier, and Stenland. Stenland does get secondary power play time, but if you're trying to fit in um, Boston one in MME and you don't want to punt defenseman. I think you can do that against the depth of Florida, which is not very good. And Bobrovsky is not the best goalie. No, he is certainly not the best goalie. In fact, he's been one of the worst goalies yeah. so far this season. Um, Rosovic, Line, Bjorkstrand. I, I just think they're going to be a little bit too popular for my liking. Uh, the Huberto Hornquist line started off pretty rough at five on five. They've been uh, much better offensively and defensively. So, Maybe we'll give our boy Wenberg, my boy Wenberg, I should say. I don't want to, you know, lump you into the Wenberg hate. Um, but, you know, they've been a little bit better at five on five. I'm not sure what to think of Barkov uh, with Marchment up there, but him and Verhage have been very good at five on five this season. So I think you can go to Florida one full stack. Um, 
I think you can go to Barkov, Huberto, Hornquist. I think I like that a little bit more with the power play. I mean, Blue Jackets not good at killing it off uh, so far this season, but they take very few penalties. So they're going to have to be efficient with their, you know, two to three opportunities, I think, at most. Uh, like, that's pretty much all you can ask for against Columbus. Pretty disciplined team. And then the the Barkov line is probably going to get the Wierenski-Jones pairing, which is uh, not really optimal if you're looking to, to stack up Florida one. So uh, I thought I was going to be hammering Florida here, uh, specifically the top line, um, but with Marchman up there, I'm, I'm a little bit uncertain. Uh, and so I'm going to be sticking to a lot of Barkov with Huberto and Hornquist, more of a power play stack here. You get exposure to both lines. Uh, I know they're probably not as highly correlated as you'd think, um, but they all do play PP one. And so you can hit, you can uh, add an Ekblad. You can add in Keith Yandel. I usually group out Yandel. So I only play him with four to one stacks, especially when he's this cheap because sometimes he'll pop in optimizers. We don't have him projected probably high enough to, uh, to pop for people. But um, if you wanted to drop down to a different defenseman, Gudas or Gustav Forsling, although I don't know which one of those guys is going to play more. I don't, I mean, you probably consider the Nudavara Forsling uh, pairing as the the second pairing, right? I guess I don't really know. Yeah, Yandel um, has outside of power play, he's been bad. So, but that hasn't been anything new. So, Yandel uh, Gudis is probably the third pair, but it's half of one, six of another. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think the slate's being decided between Gudis and, and Forsling. So, uh, probably already spent too much time on that. Uh, blue jackets are just kind of a mess, uh, for DFS. It, like they're constantly switching lines around. Um, it looks like they've got one line that maybe they stick with, but if they get down to, Oh, like this is not a, a team where you feel comfortable with them sticking with their lines. So, uh, you just got to be aware of that when you're playing Columbus, especially when they're like, looks like both of their top lines are going to have some ownership. So I'm going to try to steer clear or when I do play some of them in MME, just, get some weird combos um, and just kind of move it on from there because I love Bjorkstrand as a player and I love him for 3,800, but if he's going to be popular for a line that isn't great. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll be under the field. I think on CBJ one, should we go to uh, Winnipeg and Toronto 2.6 implied total for the jets 3.5 for the Leafs. It is going to be Hellebuck and uh, Freddie Anderson. Um, no changes on the Leafs still have their best line together. And by that, I mean the Mickey of Engvall and Zach Hyman trio Toronto three night uh, is upon us. I'm actually kind of, kind of kidding, but not really. I, I actually do like that third line, but there's uh there's some better players, some better lines. And I guess if we could put our hand in the dirt here. It looks like Matthews might be playing hurt, playing a different position on the power play. Uh, so what does that do for you here with them being pretty popular tonight? It's kind of weird because normally I'm off the Jets completely just because they're awful five on five. But since Paul Stastny has moved up to the left wing on Shifley and Wheeler in 53 minutes, they have a 55% Corsi four percentage, 3.73 expected goals for 16 high danger chances, four per 60 and defensively, they've been way better. 1.64 expected goals against. Granted, this is a tough matchup. And with Thornton on that top line, as much as I bash on him consistently for being, you know, a dinosaur, that line with Thornton on there is very good defensively. So I'm kind of stumped at what to do here. Um, 
I don't. Th- I agree with you. I don't think Matthews is 100, percent which is weird that they're just going to play him with a wrist injury when they're you know having a great season. You you figured they'd sit him out. Maybe it's one of those injuries that's just pain management. But it doesn't kind of make sense that they're going to take him out of their best spot on the power play and then put him in a different spot and then me want to jam him in at 9200. It's just it just kind of gives me trepidation because the wrist is the most important part of your shot, right? Yeah. So if you for me, I'm going to be underweight on this Leafs top line. If you want to play them, perfectly fine. I'm just kind of I'm I am nervous about that injury and Matthew's price. Uh, the line as a whole is expensive. I don't like playing Thornton as it is, and now he's over four thousand. So uh, this is a tough sell for me. But if you if you want to play him, I, I won't tell you not to. And then on the Jets side with Stasny up there at thirty eight hundred, they fully correlated on power play one, and their numbers have been great. But like the Matthews line has been very good defensively. So I'm not really sure what to do with Winnipeg one. I think I'd get to them in MME. I kind of like this second line because they're going to get lower ownership than Winnipeg one. Uh, you don't get, you know, power play correlation. Connor's on the top power play, but then you get Pierre Locke, Dubon, uh, Ehlers on power play two. They're going to get to DeVaris matchup, which hasn't been, you know, anything to ride home about this season. Like you can even argue that Tavares has been subpar this season. So I don't mind a little bit of Winnipeg two, but at the initial thought, when I first saw this game, I'm going to be heavy on both sides, but now, like as the day's gone on, and um, the more I've dove into it, I think I'm going to be underweight on this game. To be honest, I do like that Toronto third line because the the Jets, yeah, Jets, yeah, the Jets' depth is bad. Their penalty kill is bad. Not that the, the third line sees uh, power play time, but uh, Hyman and uh, Mikiev, they're going to see at best the Lowry Cop Appleton line, which hasn't been great. So I think if you need a cheap filler, you get power play too with Hyman, but. I think you can get to there in MME for sure. Yeah, I was while you were talking, I was looking at uh, since the Jets put this line together, the Stassi Shifley Wheeler combo. They played two games against the Canucks, two games against the Canadians. So like one team that's pretty bad at five on five, one team that's pretty good. So I would say, you know, it's not just a matchup based thing for them. I wish it was because that I, I I think I would just x out the Jets one yeah. uh, because like Shifley's been whoever he's played with him and Wheeler have been so bad at five on five uh, and they get there on the power play all the time. Empty nets. It feels like they, it's just whenever they're popular, just pencil in an empty net goal for uh, Winnipeg one. They're not that popular here. So if you believe in the numbers, I, I, I do to some extent, 53 minute sample. I mean, you know, we've got four plus games right now of them with the sample. So it's not nothing. Um, and if you think Matthews is hurt, maybe that's going to hurt them defensively, but that line's been stellar, uh, defensively so far this season. And then the way I'm treating Matthews is that basically he's fine because I, I just can't imagine like playing him playing hurt with a, a hand wrist injury and paying him like $13 million over the next, whatever, like eight, 10 years. Doesn't make sense. Um, it, it, w- it would just make no sense. So Maybe it was some gamesmanship with the power play that they were showing at, at practice today. I have no idea, but I can't imagine like them playing him and then pulling him in the game. Like it, it would just look so bad for them. And like Toronto, like the market really cares about the Leafs. So every move is going to be scrutinized no matter what they do. Like, I just can't imagine them being that dumb with the guy if he was seriously, seriously hurt. So um, I'm treating him like he's good to go. 
And uh, I, I really like Toronto one. Everyone likes Toronto one. Um, I like the, I like Toronto two as well. I'll say I, I definitely prefer the Toronto side. Uh, you know, I, like I said, I was kind of joking around about Toronto three, but I think it's going to be one of my highest known third lines. They don't get a lot of power play time, just Hyman secondary, but uh, that line's been good at five on five going up against two and three for the jets. Um, you know, we've had a, a couple games of the jets being okay at even strength and the rest of the season, they've been just generally pretty bad. So uh, I'm going with the bigger sample on the jets overall. If you wanted to take some stabs at jets one, I don't have an issue with that. Um, but I greatly prefer the Toronto side on uh, the Toronto top nine here. So I'll be having a bunch of them in MME. I think Toronto one is a, um, it is a priority for me in, in all stakes tonight. So Matthews Marner, you can leave off Thornton if you'd like. Uh, Matthews, Marner, Tavares with the, the full power play with Morgan Riley, I think is another way to get a little bit different with your Toronto stacks. Anything else in this game? Uh, if you're going to go to the blue line on the Jets, I prefer uh, Pionk over Morrissey, despite it's kind of like the Nurse Barry situation. I mean, hold yeah. on. Uh, Morrissey's still on the top unit, right? He like, is. Yeah. So, like, if you want to put in Morrissey, if you're playing Jets one, that's fine. I just per- prefer Pionk. I like Pionk, especially as a one-off. Uh, Morrissey's not a guy I tend to one-off, so I think He's we're on the same page. Over. Are there any cheap defensemen, any punt guys tonight that you like? I'm, I don't remember us talking about too many of them so far. I'm not seeing guys as I'm scrolling through this lineup builder here. On oh, in this game, just it, overall. Overall. Not yeah. really. Alexiak. We got Alexiak coming up. We'll got, yeah, he's he's my darling. But like, there there might be some uh, on the Red Wings that I no, I'm not mentioning Mark Stahl, but there there might be a couple coming forward. All right. Well, we'll point them out uh, or in chat. Feel free to to shout out your favorite uh, punt defenseman tonight because it doesn't look very pretty below 3K, uh, and it shouldn't because the dynamic pricing. But sometimes we get some darlings, and uh, we'll have one coming up later. Lightning and the Red Wings, 3.4 implied total for the Lightning, 2.1 for the Wings. Vasilevsky and Jonathan Bernier are your projected starters. We don't have confirmation on those guys. Um, Larkin expected to return for the Red Wings, and uh, they're going to be pretty low-owned. The Wings are one of those teams where if they score a bunch and it's Larkin and Mantle playing together, that's probably a good indication that those guys have very good games. They are pretty cheap um, as a trio with Robbie Fabry. I mean, you got any interest in some Detroit one tonight? Uh, maybe an MME. Like uh, I, I like playing the Red Wings. Don't get me wrong. This is just not the 2.1 sport. total at home is like, yeah, I mean, that's points. all you need to know. Yeah. Right? Like, like that's just, that's horrific. <laughs> like, oh, bad. That's a, like that's the lowest total of the season besides the the Devils Bruins the other night. The, I think the Devils had like a one point nine or something ridiculous like that. But like Larkin's coming back, so you assume he's going to see the top power play. He's going to he's going to be with Mantha. They're going to get the point Palat Sorelli line. But like the thing is, like you see these Detroit lines, right? And they've had pretty good defensive numbers, but their possession numbers have not been very good. So they haven't been giving up much, but they haven't had the puck. Yeah. So you look at these, this Tampa, right? The plot point Sorelli line 
Sorelli's is wildly expensive. 6,200 for Anthony Sorelli's throwing me for a loop, but like this line has been together 37 minutes. Their course four is six or 46%, which isn't great. So I'm not sure if I want to play that line going against Larkin Mantha, like their only really decent line. So you, you go down to the second line and they're probably going to get like the depth of the wing, like the Glenn Denning, Ernie Helm line, which is supposedly, which is, which is supposedly their best defensive line, but they only have a 48% Corsi four and they're going against this Gord Stamkos Corn line with a very small sample, but they have a 60% Corsi four. So if I'm going to go to a five on five line, it's going to be that second line. But for me, I want to get some power play exposure here uh, with Sorelli being so expensive at 6,200. I think if you go plot point and then find the extra 1300 to go up to Stamkos or yeah. drop down the 1200 and go to Kalorn, I think you can do that. You can five man with Hedman. It does get pricey. Um, but yeah, Tampa power play, Tampa one, not huge on Sorelli. I imagine if you put Sorelli in that line is going to be pretty low owned as a trio. Um, you can mix and match on the power play. Hedman. I really like he is pricey at 7,000. Um, I'm definitely going to be underweight on the wings tonight. I, I think, you know, Detroit one's fine in MME, but other than that, I can't prioritize them at home with a two total. Yeah. I mean, the thing that I'm thinking about here with Detroit is like, okay, let's say they scored three goals here. I mean, pretty good chance that Larkin and Mantha have multiple games and potentially get in on all three of those goals. So it's not that ridiculous of an outcome to imagine. Um, they just have had trouble generating offense. Maybe now that Larkin got a little bit healthier, uh, took a few games off. Um, maybe he's going to go back to being dominant at five on five with Mantha. I think that's a possibility here. It's not because of the matchup though. Like it's just be, like, if they do go off, it's just Larkin and Mantha being uh, awesome players uh, rather than it being a good matchup with Tampa. I think all these lines are going to be strong at five on five Coleman uh, and uh, Goudreau have been really strong at five on five, the Gord line, not one you really want to go into, certainly not the point line. Um, so I like Tampa power play here. It looks like the point Palat line is going to get squeezed out just because of their price. Um, when you've got point at oh, almost seven K not playing stamp coast, you've got Sorelli up at 6,200 and then you're not getting a discount on Palat either. And he's not a, a great goal scorer. Um, so Maybe you get a low-owned point line, uh, and it looks like the Yanni Gord, Killorn, and Stamkos trio is going to be a little bit more popular. But ownership in check uh, on both sides here. I think I'm going to be over on Detroit 1, um, which isn't really saying that much. I think if I get to double digits on them, I wouldn't hate that, just playing two really talented guys. Um, you can do what you want with Robbie Fabry. Or you could just go two-man Larkin Mantha. Um or you could go Larkin, Mantha, Zadina, if you wanted the power play here. But going into Vasilevsky, going into uh, this Tampa juggernaut, I mean, you're just you're just hoping that uh, Larkin and Mantha can return to some of their old magic that they've had in years past. And so uh, I don't have a problem banking on that. With the percentage of my lineups um, on the blue line here, not overly interested in anything. Hedman, 7K, he's priced appropriately probably goes either of the top two lines so that's nice and obviously with the power uh whoa all right so headman there we go so we, we got the dog dogs barking for headman all right well gotta give him a little thumbs up in fc now so uh i'm sure the audience heard that one as well they're gonna be fired up hearing the appearance from the dog uh one of the dogs i should say there's a handful of them back there 
Um, anything else here? Um, yeah, there's only three. Um, <laughs> uh, Eric Chernak, uh, if you want to punt, 3,500, I think is decent. He gets he has some pretty decent peripherals. I mean, on the Detroit side, like Christian Jews, power, top power play, 2,900 is okay, but he's not someone I'm going to one-off. I'll correlate with Detroit 1 and MMA at that price for sure. But Sergachev, 5,400 is a little pricey for me. McDonough, the same deal, 4,900. So it's really Hedman or, or Chernak for me. People are saying I'm drinking a screwdriver. Uh, it's iced coffee. Uh, that'd be a weird looking screwdriver. Uh, and then Clayton says that's Minnesota tap water. I, I mean, I don't know. We've got 10,000 lakes here. Like we've got some pretty good water uh, coming out of this tap. Pretty, pretty pure. So uh, it's a little bit more clear than that. I would say um, Hedman mortal lock Cliffy says, yeah. So just, you know, be aware guys. The dogs bark for Hedman. Uh, so there is your uh, smash play of the night. Before we get to the last game of the slate, just want to make sure I mention Jock Market one more time. If you want to get a $50 deposit bonus when you go over there, they've got NHL, NBA, and PGA. Uh, $50 deposit bonus, Osmo NHL 50. Very easy to remember. You watched on the NHL strategy show. You're watching Osmo, so Osmo NHL, and it's a $50 bonus, Osmo NHL 50. See how that all works together? Pretty good stuff. Sound effects again gets me every single time. Blackhawks and the Dallas Stars 2.5 implied total for the Hawks, 2.9 for the Stars. Malcolm Subin and Anton Hudobin. Cliffy said it was Chicago night. I, I mean, I wasn't really in agreement, but I'm looking and uh, maybe, maybe it is Chicago night here, but I know you're going to like Dallas as well. So, what, what's your favorite part of this game? I think it's Dallas one just. Well, first of all, this is the only late game tonight, right? It's the only 8.30 Eastern game. The late-night hammer that starts an hour and a half after the sleep. No, but I've been complaining about the NHL, about their staggered starts. Every time there's a staggered 7.30 start, it's always the Red Wings. And just puts them to sleep. But anyway, this is the only late game. So I think Dallas 1 is going to be popular. People love the late hammers, you know? They just love the late hammers. And, you know, Ben Favelsky, Gurionov have been very good. Granted, Five on five, you don't play him for five on five. You play him for the power play. But granted, like this line has been pretty good in a uh, four game sample 66% Corsi four, 3.11 expected goals for 20 high danger chances for per 60. It's a small sample, it'll probably even out eventually. But they're going to get the DeBrincat, Suter, Kane line, which, you know, is a pretty good line. They're, uh, you know, about average, maybe a tiny bit below average defensively, but. The thing about the Hawks is like earlier in the season, we're like, wow, they're actually better than we thought. And now they're kind of just regressing to the mean, right? Defensively, they haven't been great recently. So I don't mind going to this Dallas one, Dallas power play stack. Uh, the second line, uh, hence he should be in with Robertson and Kiri, uh, Kiviranta. If you want to do that, that's way cheaper than the top line. You don't get full power play one correlation, but they are a cheap way. Uh to get in Dallas in this game, if you're going for a more expensive line. Um, so yeah, top line for Dallas power play for Dallas, a little bit of that Dallas too. If I'm going to get to a line on the Blackhawks side, it's probably going to be the second line and it doesn't really excite me. I mean, I do, I do love Kubelik, but he's with camp and your boy Hagel. Um, again, like every time I talk about the Hawks, like if you want to get in some DeBrun cat and Kane combos, you definitely can because on the slate like this, they're going to be, I would imagine, lower owned than they should. Granted, like Dallas is like a sludge fest at five on five, so it, it might be 
not the best play, but like there's 16, seven for the two of them. If you don't like Pia Suter for power play two at 4,800, you can put him in with Carl Soderberg, get a full power play correlation there at a little bit of a discount. I don't mind it, but for me, this is all about Dallas one, uh, a little bit of Dallas two, Dallas power play. I do like Kubelik as a one-off and some to cat cane combos. Yeah. I mean, I, I think there's things to like on both sides. Uh, as I was saying that is Dallas going with Faxa, not with Cagliano and Como again. Cause that, I mean, you I, know, see, I see Calgano Dickinson Como. Yeah. I don't know what you're, if that's what you're saying. Yeah. That's what I'm seeing too. So like, I don't know, that maybe puts me on Chicago one a little bit. Like I'm pretty worried about the facts of Cagliano Como line. They're, you know, those guys aren't good for DFS, but they yeah, are very good. I made a mistake. Yeah. That Dallas one's going to go out against the depth. Yeah. The, the Dickinson line probably, or if it is, Faxa, they definitely go up against the top comp. With Dickinson, I imagine they still do, but it's not as dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Dallas, usually pretty good on home ice. It's only a 2.5 implied total for the Hawks, but they're one of those teams where if they score three, four goals here, you can bet that Kane and DeBrincat are going to be involved in some way, whether that's GPP performance, a GPP winning performance. uh, It's hard to say, but, you know, I think they're pretty safe bets for points um for most games yeah i'm joining the dallas one chalk in this late night hammer that starts uh when you'll know nothing uh i love the late night hammers when it's like a 10 30 eastern game uh and i like the spot here oh we got 11 p.m eastern game that's a really late hammer yeah that's i mean i'm usually asleep by then so i probably (laughs) won't even make it till pregame skate but i will be up for the majority of this slate we'll see hopefully sweating out the 100k or the 50k with all you guys in slack but uh yeah I'll, I'll be on uh dallas one i think pretty good chance that i end up with them as my highest own line of the night if not you know somewhere second you know two or three um and i would say that i would maybe have some swaps in place for them because they're going to be popular but the game's not late enough to really know where you're going to be at before this game actually starts. So I'll probably just end up with a bunch of them and uh, let the chips fall where they may. And that's really all I, I love in this game. Um, if hints plays, you're probably going to get a pretty low owned hints with Kiviranta and Jason Robertson stack. Uh, or you could go with hints uh, and Pavelski and Ben, if you wanted to go for a power play one, Chicago hasn't been terrible at uh, just they have been terrible at goal prevention so far this season, I will say. So give them credit where it's due. Um, but I think this is a spot for Dallas. And, uh, you know, Chicago is just more of an afterthought for me, I think, after looking more into this. Yeah, I mean, this is a spot I like defensemen too. Like Klingberg is back after having his baby. I mean, he didn't have a baby. His wife had a baby. But that would be a story. Yeah, that would be a story. Uh, so, yeah, Klingberg, 4,800. He's cheaper than Haskinen at 5,200. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so if I'm going Dallas one, Dallas power play, I think I'd go Klingberg. If I don't have any Dallas in this game and I want a one-off, it would be Haskinen. And then I'm always partial to Jamie Alexiak at 3K. Um, I also don't mind Essa Lindell at 4,100 if you can't get up to Klingberg or Haskinen. Uh, it's not bad. And then on the on the uh, Chicago side, Calvin DeHaan, <laughs> 3,400. He's someone that I like playing as a shot blocker. So Connor Murphy's a little too expensive for me at 5,100. Uh, Nikita Zadaroff, I like when he's under 3,000. So 
I like these Dallas defensemen. I like Calvin DeHaan and Adam Bonquist at 3,600, especially if you're using the Blackhawks. Yeah, I think Connor Murphy's pretty cheap on FanDuel. He usually is really cheap over there. Uh, so take a look at his price, guy that blocks some shots. Decent peripheral player, going to play probably around 20 minutes. Um, Boquist more of a power play one add-on with Chicago stacks. And then, um, yeah, Oleksiak. I like Hiskinen as a one-off, as I do with Oleksiak. Uh, Klingberg's cheap enough, but I think he's going to be very popular with Dallas one stack. So I'll probably only play him in those. Uh, and maybe he's one where you could get off of some of the more chalkier Dallas stacks and, you know, just go to a similarly priced, uh, for, uh, you know, mid 4Ks guy instead of Klingberg. And that might be a, a way to differentiate some, some Dallas stacks. Uh, people are asking, like, specific questions. People just want the cliff notes of the show. So uh, if you were MMEing tonight, who do you think would be one or two of your, um, your favorite stacks? Uh, on tonight and then feel free to give a uh, hat trick play of the night those might go hand in hand um so i'm looking i think if i was mming it's always you always ask me the question right when we talk about it but dallas one would i'd definitely be heavy on i think some sort of tampa power play i'd be heavy on and then um washington power play i'd be heavy on as well hat trick play of the game or play of this the night i'm gonna go with <sighs> Steven Stamkos. All right. I, I was thinking about going to the same game, but on the other side, uh, I, I'm not this big of a Detroit guy tonight, but I, I was thinking about Larkin. I don't know if he's going to play though. So, you know, we'll, we'll go to someone else. I'll go to, I'll go to Marty Netches. Maybe that'll actually force me to get in some Carolina. Too. <laughs> yeah. 5k from Netches. I don't think he's going to be that popular. Uh, I don't think the stack's going to be that popular. We certainly don't have it, uh, you know, getting that much attention right now. So uh, yeah, Carolina two, Marty Netches. Uh, people calling for the Sam Gagne hat trick. We've already had one of those this season. No, no, no. If that happens. What was that? I said, if Sam Gagne goes for another hat trick tonight, oh. I- I don't know what I'd do. Yeah, as long as Detroit Hatties, it better be uh, it better be Larkin or Mantha because I don't think I'll have too much Gagne or Nemesnikov or Michael Rasmussen or it's going to be Mark Stahl. Brome. You're not down for a Mark Stahl Hattie? <laughs> no, I, I will pass on that. Um, boy, it, something weird's going to happen tonight. We got a fifteen dollar queue. We got a hundred k to first. We got a big contest on Fanduel. Jock Market's got some contests for you guys. Again, awesome NHL 50. Uh, thank you for sponsoring our show. We're very excited about having them sponsor. Um, there's going to be some weird stuff happening. We'll throw this up on podcast uh, after we are done in the next 20 seconds or so. Anything else before we head out, Josh? Uh, if you guys just have questions on this very important slate, join us in Slack chat. If you're not on there, DM us, DM us on Twitter. We'll get you a nice plan starting at three ninety nine. Look at 395. that. Three ninety five. Those extra four cents. I'll yeah. even give you the four cents. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll Venmo you the four cents yeah. or cash app, whichever the kids are using these days. Thank you everybody for joining. We will be back to normal schedule tomorrow. It'll be Josh and Cliffy breaking it down. Good luck tonight. Someone please take down the hundred K. Let's all run like Hoff tonight. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. 
Computer Solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.